That's a bit different up here. Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much for the nice, warm welcome. Today, I am going to be speaking on Jesus Comes a Storm. We were asked to pick a miracle, so I wanted to choose one that was relevant to me. And I've chosen one point to focus on today, and that is going to be the storm is not where you face your enemy. The storm is where you meet your God. So remember at the end of July, we had a heat wave. And at the end of that heat wave, certainly in Hazemere at least, we had the most tremendous thunderstorm. It was about midnight. And I know people who have pets don't like thunderstorms, but I love thunderstorms. It's my favorite weather condition. So the thunder, you know, awesome, the lightning flashing. So I got up and had a look out of my window. And uh, I saw the lightning, a bolt of lightning, and it looked like it was almost directly going to hit my neighbor's house. And it just got me thinking, what must it have been like for the disciples whilst they were on the boat in the storm? So we're going to read today from Matthew chapter 8, 23. Uh, If you don't have a Bible, it should hopefully appear on the screen behind you. So then he got into the boat and the disciples followed him. Suddenly, or in my version it says without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us, we are going to drown. He replied, oh you of little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and said, what kind of man is this? Even the wind and waves obey him. So as I was reading this passage, I kept wondering, why did Jesus let the disciples endure the storm? And going more into imagining what it was like for them, I imagine that the waves that the rain was really lashing down, that they were getting drenched, that the rain was so heavy that they couldn't see each other on the boat. They were having to constantly wipe the rain from their eyes. I imagine the thunder was clapping wildly in each direction, making it feel really disorientating. I imagine that the lightning was lighting up the sky and then plunging it back down into darkness. I imagine that the boat was being moved around the lake like a cat plays with a ball of string. The waves are crashing the sides, spilling over the top, threatening to sink the boat. The disciples' original plan to cross the lake has gone out of the window. All they can do now is cling on and hope that they are going to survive. And it's important to remember that these fishermen were not just your average men who'd never been on a boat before. They were seasoned fishermen. So they were used to dealing with adverse weather conditions. And here we find them now in a complete state of panic. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Do you ever feel like there is a storm raging around you of which you have no control? Do you ever feel like you're going to drown? Storms are scary. I know this. Uh, I recently suffered my second miscarriage. And even as I was preparing for today uh, and writing it, you know, that pain, 
it just it just comes flooding back not that it ever goes away but so i know what it feels like to wake up in the morning and think i don't think i can get out of bed today i don't i don't know how i'm going to put one foot in front of the other i know what it's like to feel helpless and to feel hopeless we all facing struggles what storms might you be facing at the moment might they be financial health career related I, but today i want to share a message of promise it is in adversity when we have tried and normally failed to do things by our own strength that we often find jesus waiting holocaust survivor cory tenboom said there is no pit so deep that god's love is not deeper still the turn point for me in my christian life was actually when i was going through a storm i remember i was sat over there and i was crying out to the lord i was begging him save me from this storm i cannot take any more i asked him to calm the storm he didn't calm the storm in my time and if he had calmed the storm as i had asked him i probably would have continued trying to con- do things by my own strength and only calling out to god when i was desperate this is not the way that god intended for us to live god wants to meet us support us and change us it is in times of trouble that we see the true face of our god we are called to give everything to the lord and that includes our burdens Psalm 55:22 says, "Cast your burden onto the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved." The same sentiments are repeated many times. I've just chosen a couple of examples here. So Isaiah 41:13 says, "For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you." And Philippians 4:6 says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ." Through my own experience, I've learned, and as painful as it can be, that sometimes the calming of the storm is not the best thing for us the best thing that can happen to us in the storm is that we become more like the image of jesus the enemy can use the storm to make you feel doubt anger uncertainty shame but the lord can use the storm to uphold you to make you feel fearless and steadfast and to affirm you it is important to remember that jesus does not take us into the storm to drown i'm just going to say that again jesus does not take us into the storm to drown jesus does not give us more than we can handle jesus can calm the storm in your life but if he doesn't do it immediately you can believe that he's not just watching you whilst you're in it he'll be standing there beside you 
holding you and molding you. And you'll be able to feel that love that is deeper than any pit. I know this to be true. This is my experience of Jesus. He met me, he held me, and he still holds me now whilst the waves can crash around me. Has the storm calmed? A little. But am I a completely different person from having been in the storm? Absolutely, there's no doubt. That's a miracle in itself, actually, just being stood here today. I still can't quite get my head around it. But can I pinpoint where all the changes started to come from? Yes, the storm. So finally, I just want to revisit the story. Why were the disciples challenged? Jesus used the storm not just to show his physical power over the elements, but he used the storm to show the disciples that he's always with them. Even though he was sleeping, they were never in any danger. Jesus never leaves us. So what do we need to do when we're facing a storm? We need to look and we need to listen. Look, we need to be alert. We need to look for Jesus. Sometimes the storm doesn't dissipate straight away, but it's undone piece by piece. Look for the green shoots. Listen for the Holy Spirit encouraging you and giving you the power to weather the storm in a Christ-like way. What storms might you be facing today? I want to assure you that Jesus is with you. I'd like to encourage you to continue to pray for him and ask, ask him to reveal how he is using the storm for good. Jesus does not take us into the storm to drown. He takes us there so we can meet him and become more like him. So we mustn't give up. By holding on, we are renewing ourselves, and this momentary affliction, although it doesn't always seem like it, is preparing us for an eternity of glory.